Okay, yeah, we're good now. We're good? Yep. So we'll stop talking about posture? <laughs> sure. No, I like that topic. <laughs> I like that topic. In fact, we were talking about posture. We're going to talk about a lot of things. Good to see you, Josh Carey here. It's Rav over here. Hello. Good to see you. And you as well. You just flew in. Yes, last night from and you, Calgary. Yeah, you look great. How do you feel? Good. Energized. Yeah. Energized. Um, we have Sonia Merchant in studio today who we're going to hear from. What's so interesting is we were bantering a little bit before uh, the airtime here and middle school came up. And if you've been watching any of the episodes in and around this one, you know that David Tutera, who was here just the other day, I told him and I'll tell you, he made such a funny comment about middle school in his book. He said middle school should be illegal. And I thought that's so darn true. And you brought up, Sonia, that, you know, you had some awkward middle school years and you as well. How was your middle school years? Mine were not anything great. Mine were interesting for sure. Grew up in a rough neighborhood. So it was a lot of interesting people, a lot of interesting things to see. Um, but I realized there was, you feel stuck in middle school. I feel a lot of the time, a lot of people just don't know where they're going, where they fit in, where they're supposed to be going next as well, so. Where were you going? I, at the moment, I didn't know. I had actually just started my events journey in middle school, so I slowly started getting into that space. Wow. And then didn't know I could do it the rest of my life because of where I grew up, um, but then eventually realized that I could when I was out of high school, so left left Calgary because of that. Well, what does that mean? You were just getting into this space. You, 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 were, you were doing events, you were making money, you were doing business? Yeah, wow. yeah, I had a mentor nice. that I, he had a nightclub that we did underage events because we were allowed to legal underage oh, events. Oh, legal <laughs> underage <laughs> events. But we, um, I had runners at every single high school selling tickets and um, would make money, make sure everybody got paid and then we'd have a wicked event like once every few months. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Impressive. Sonia, tell me about your middle school years. So my middle school was, my middle school journey was very awkward because I feel like middle school is the most impressionable time as well. Um, I was super shy. And like I was mentioning before, um, when I got into just sixth grade, 9-11 um, happened and I would get made fun of all the time. Terrible. Kids are just so brutal. And I, I would, know. Kids are mean. Yeah, and you know, I would get made fun of and I wouldn't say anything. Like, I wouldn't know what to say. I wouldn't know how to say it. I really just didn't know the message I wanted to even get across. So it, it made me become very shy. And I wouldn't even know how to talk to boys in middle school. Like, I had barely any friends. And, um, you know, I, it was just a very awkward time. My parents got divorced in middle school. So I didn't really start to grow out of that or, you know, be less shy and know even how to carry on a conversation until like freshman year. And it was still really difficult for me. Freshman year of high school. Freshman year of high school. Yeah, that was probably my most awkward. That's okay. like, you know, when all the all, all the pimples came out. Yes. Yeah, all, all that. Not, not good. What Ninth do you grade think was, yeah. helped you break out of that shyness or that awkwardness? You know, um, my girlfriends, to which I'm still best friends with 20 years later, um, I started, I would get friends slowly and, you know, I would, I would be really shy in big groups and things like that. And then in freshman year, I kind of re-entered, um, 
I, I had my cousins and my brother and stuff in, in, in high school finally because I didn't have my cousins in, in middle school because it was a different district. And then I started making friends through my cousin's friends. And then I started hanging out with, you know, some Indian crowds and feeling a little bit more comfortable. But then I started to feel uncomfortable because people would be like, well, you're not Indian enough. You're not in, <laughs> you're not in the, dan the dance clubs. You're not in this. And I'm like, well, I'm damned if I do. <laughs> damned if I don't. So you were not pleasing everybody. I was not pleasing any. I, so I didn't even know how to please myself, you know? Oh, that's deep. Yeah. That's I, deep. I didn't I, know how to please myself. Go ahead. Yeah. I didn't know how to please myself. I didn't know how to please my parents. I was just so confused and lost. And, um, I had a really good group of girlfriends, but they were very rebellious in high school and I was the opposite. So I had a curfew. <laughs> I had to be home by 10 o'clock. So I was the DD while all my friends were out here doing, <laughs> you know, partying and drinking. And I actually didn't start drinking till I was 21. So I needed you growing up. Yeah. <laughs> you, you started drinking a little earlier, right? I did. I think I was like 14, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Like 14. Maybe. Maybe 21. Right. That sounds normal, what people well, are doing the legal age. It's true, right? Yeah. yeah. Canada yeah. is like 19, 18, 19. So it's... Oh, wow. So yeah. you are... Okay. Yeah. I waited until I was 18. Wow. <laughs> I had a girl. So you had to find a path where you were you, you were um, isolated too much, and then you tried to stick yourself in. Everybody's got something to say, right? You can't... No. Even in your best days, you can't please everybody. No, and I just stopped caring about school and, and you know, schoolwork and everything. And that was so not like me because in middle school, I was the opposite. Um, so I was just kind of, I was in a rebellious phase, but not a rebellious phase where I was doing bad things. I just was not caring, you know, so... I was just kind of showing, like, my parents were like, well, why are you doing good in school? And I didn't even have an answer because I'm like, I don't, I'm not meant to be in school. I don't even know what I'm meant to do, you know? And then it's total opposite from the standard of the Indian community. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're not doing well in school, like, who even are you? <laughs> you know? No, I totally get that. So everyone just, I was just an oddball. You, uh, you, similar. You, yeah, you grew I up. Do well and well. I also like it's a whole bullying thing when you're gr when you grow up around bullies and you're constantly being put down like that in different ways. You start kind of losing your own identity in a way, and you have to build that back up. So even myself, I had to deal with different kinds of people, and like it's it's rough. And you just do you do lose a piece of yourself, and you kind of feel misunderstood. Not even just by people at school, but at home as well, because you can't fully explain that to Indian parents, I feel. No, not at all. Yeah. It, they don't like, they don't talk about therapy, you know, mm, therapy is not a thing for us. Um, I had to beg my parents to go to therapy. Um, <laughs> all of us. Um, so yeah, it, it's very rare that you really talk about feelings or what's going on unless it's school related or activities or anything. It's not a common conversation in our household. Yeah, I think that that's a more common thing uh, in my household, Jewish household. There was nobody. I, I I just wanted to be held. There was nobody for that. No, no, there was there was no uh, extra love to go around uh, apparently. But not today. My family is great today. Yes. Right? We've we've overcome all that. Yes. Do your parents? Do you feel like they understand therapy and mental health more now? I think my mom for sure does because my mom had a really hard time with my parents. Both of them had an equal time, hard time when they divorced. And as you know, getting divorced in, in our culture is like a no-no as well. So everything was just kind of 
done backwards. Um, so yes, very much so now. I think there's so much more understanding. I actually am so much closer to my parents now that I don't live with them. Yep. Um, so it's it's turned out to be a blessing, actually. I, I speak to them every day. I love that. Yeah. Your, your brother is a... Uh, He's a dentist. How, how, how does that dynamic work when, when you're growing up? What, what was the expectation for you? So my brother... Well, you know... He kind of just, since they had one good kid, oh <laughs> kind of just like, oh, he's going to be a doctor. He's going to be whatever, where he's good. So that was enough. They're like, whatever yeah. happens. He with ignored Sonya. all the noise because he, from a very young age, he was supposed to skip like five grades. And my parents didn't want that because they wanted him to grow up with, you know, his friends. And um, so wow. he, he just focused on school and studies and did what he had to do. Went to uh, UC Irvine and then UCLA Dental School. Um, we're only 13 months apart and, mm. and he just is thriving. Yeah. He's amazing. He's what he, I talk to him as well. Every day we're very close. Yeah. So he's the, he's successful, very successful. He's on his third dental practice. But now for you, yes. they, they were just like, Hey, whatever happens will happen. I think they just didn't start taking me seriously until the last few years, really, because mm. it, I think I was always kind of looking for dipping in and out of jobs after high school. You know, I was, I did serving jobs. I did, you know, anything just to kind of keep myself occupied, but it always worked. I started working at age 15. So I, I did always work and I, that's the thing that they, they liked. So I've always been responsible in, in, in that manner. Um, but I was always jumping from thing to thing, like fashion, this, that, you know, so they were like, pick, they didn't really take it seriously until I started my own company actually. <laughs> and now everyone's like, Oh my God. And I'm like, Oh, this is refreshing. <laughs> now you take me seriously, right? Wow. But you feel you feel um, isolated in, in, in your world where you are today. I know that there's a, a similar culture here and uh, certainly um, an industry that you play in. Um, a little bit. Like it is, um, again, being a part of the Indian community, you don't always get understood. And the way that our lifestyle is and how we're constantly moving and oh. just they just don't understand. And I know my family, they are very open to everything now. <laughs> Thankfully, yeah. also broken them down over the years. And parents have, like, they actually asked me about my mental health now. And I'm like, oh, like, thank you. That's what I needed. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. You really just, it's just about breaking them down and making them understand. And it takes a long time, as you know, but it works out eventually. Yeah. And it's still a struggle, I'm sure, yeah. from time yeah. to time. Nothing's perfect. Yeah. They're not always going to completely understand, but they grew up in a different era with different parents and a different culture. Like, it's just about, we're really just re-educating them. <laughs> totally. Like, arranged marriages was a thing yeah. for our, you know, it's a huge thing. It still is kind of a big thing. Not yeah. as much so, but... Um, relationships. Girl, don't oh, get me. My oh parents my. are mentioning marriage and I'm like, hell no. Oh my gosh. Same all the time. <laughs> so not about it. It's like, if we only had a second to breathe, then you'd understand. Exactly. It's like, who has time to juggle all <laughs> who this? Who has right time? Now? None. But, but how do those conversations make you feel? Very annoying to, to be blat like blatantly honest. It, it, I get to the point where I'm like, you know, I understand. It's like, a thing in our culture, like, oh, I want you to get married. My parents are pretty good about that. My grandparents are on another level mm. every day. And I'm just like, they guilt trip you. Oh, it's like, <laughs> don't you think I feel bad enough? And they're yeah. like, oh, well, you know, your clock. And I'm like, you think that I don't know? Oh, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> we hear of those conversations. They're true. They are true. Yeah. They're, they're really true. They're brutal. And, and I think. I had to get to the point where I just started to ignore them, you know, because they get too stressful. 
it's like, and we're women. I'm like, I'm a single woman, like funding my entire life, you know, mm. running a business. Um, yeah. And I'm sure yeah. you can relate. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm surrounded by, um, two incredibly strong women in that category, right? Mm, it, it, I mean, there's so much, sim we didn't plan this, but there's so much so, similarity I, here. That is so funny. And right? yes, I love that. <laughs> it's good to talk to someone. It's refreshing because I don't have a lot of planner friends or know a lot that are, you know, Indian. So they don't really understand some of my obstacles yes especially when it comes to the weddings you were saying with the indian weddings and oh, trying yeah. to plan those and because you understand the family dynamic already. totally so really getting into that how does how did it feel planning those weddings though for you like did you do you feel like you would still want to do those occasionally or you just want to completely no step away no and, and i had an experience a few months ago that really solidified as to why i shouldn't do it Can we hear that? <laughs> um well long story short i was doing a favor for a friend of a friend and i they wanted me to take on a day of job which I don't even take on anymore because it just doesn't financially make sense yeah. um and so it was an Indian family and I agreed to meet with them because they had some questions about my contract which by the way I had discounted like almost half and I was really hooking them up so we met at a coffee shop and in walks eight people and I was like so confused very serious like no expression so they sit down and they the dad on one of the the on the groom side asked me to read the list of my services and justify why they were paying me that amount it's 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 painful to even hear that as, mm -hmm. as any entrepreneur any business person any sales it's yeah. And I, and I was so offended, but I professionally did it. You know, I, I stuck mm. through it. I went home and I Venmoed them all their money back. And I said, you know, we're just not a good fit. Mm -hmm. Um, thanks, but no thanks. And I just, I was like, I'm not dealing with this. Like yeah. you need me more than I need you. <laughs> I respect that though, that you're actually able to like walk away from that. Cause a lot of people, like even myself, I've had moments where I'm like, okay, you know what? I just want to help them out still. Right. But ba sometimes you just yes. got to know your boundaries. The yeah. boundaries mm -hmm. are the most difficult thing to juggle in, in this industry. Um, a hundred percent because you're basically signing up for no boundaries in your life. Yeah. Is that because, uh, when, when you're working with a client, they feel that they're the ones paying, so you do what I tell you? Correct, they feel okay. that they own you to a certain extent. Yes, they feel like they own all your time sometimes, and that's what drives me insane. It's like, you are one client out of God right. knows how many. Like, you gotta understand we have time management to do. Like, not every second of our day could be for you. Right. But also, they don't, like you said, you went through all of your services. They can't, they don't understand how much work it takes and no. how much effort it takes no. to go through the entire planning process. Because a lot of people will try to plan events themselves and then realize at so, the end of the day, it's just not for them. Yeah. And sometimes you're speaking to these people for years, starting mm -hmm. two years out. Wow. So think about it. If you're talking to a bride almost every day or weekly for two years, mm -hmm. your hours at the end of that, at the end of that time, you're losing money. Mm -hmm. Like you, you don't even break even, you know? On average, it's like 400 hours just to plan a single wedding. Mm. What about the idea of being able to say no and creating boundaries? I've been better at that. How about you? I've been getting better at it too. Yeah. I'm like, hey, is that that point where it's like, you gotta learn how to say no because otherwise you're just gonna have too many things piled up. Right, I put it in my contracts now. Put what? Um, like I'll put certain things like, you know, you don't, you can't really put office hours because people know you don't have office hours, but 
uh, like I used to put words in there, like unlimited and really words that can totally get backfire backfire so i stop using those words and then i'll say like one meeting for this package or two meetings for this and then uh, the problem is too a lot of clients don't read fully read a contract oh no no a lot of clients don't read no they <laughs> yeah. stop that's the period too totally yeah so then you you don't even want to have to get to the point with someone where you say well, just so you know in my contract <laughs> oh i know because it's just an uncomfortable conversation but if you have to get to that point, you've obviously have crossed a line where it's like, mm, this was already spelled out. Oh, totally. Yeah. Sometimes you got to highlight the contract, send them back. Be like, sorry, but reread this. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Um, it, it's especially with, you know, I do bar and bat mitzvahs, the, the moms, they are worse than brides. And I will say that very bluntly. Awful. Some of these moms will text me at four in the morning and expect me to respond. <laughs> I'm just like, you people. <laughs> I, I like, and I, I used to do that. I used to respond to everything. And then I just stopped. And it's like, well, would you expect a lawyer to respond to you at four in the morning or someone in a different, you know, job category? Sure. Yeah, I don't think so, right? <laughs> What's ironic is you excel in the, you love, you um, are a leader in the bar and bat mitzvah yes. space, right? Yes. Yet, uh, in eighth grade and middle school, kids mm -hmm. were not your best friend. No, And no. yet, you're like, no. I know. The what, kids, what's the connection? The kids love me. You know, I, I've grown a patience for not just kids, but clients in general. Of course, I go can go to you guys and other people and my, you know, whoever, my friends invent. Um, but it, it really takes... It, it takes years of getting to that, you know, because 10 years ago, I probably would have like some of the situations I have to deal with, I probably would go in my room and cry, you know, or just want to escape the world or just not want to finish, you know, the task, but you really grow such a thick skin. Um, and, and I even saw in the news recently that being in this industry is one of the named one of the top no. 10 most stressful jobs in the world. Have you heard that? I know I haven't, but I feel it. You feel it, yeah. You, you, you could agree with that. Yeah. Have you, uh, Sonia said she's at times had to go in her room and cry. Have you recently <laughs> gone in your room and had to cry over yeah, things? Honestly, I feel like a good cry like oh, yeah. every now and then is needed. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Just release all of it. I, I love, like, I love crying. No, I don't love crying, but I like I getting love crying. out. <laughs> How can you not? Honestly. Yeah, you just need it sometimes. It's like a release. Sometimes it makes my head stop hurting. <laughs> right. Could you, could you just like, could you schedule it? Like, you know, today, eight, when I get home, I'm crying. Is, yeah. is that what it is? Oh yeah. You're like, yeah. oh, there's good. There's a good cry tonight. Like yes. I'm holding this in until like. Or is in that the right? shower. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and then it's, and then it's an ugly cry. Yes. The famous ugly cry. Oh yeah. It's like a Kim K crying face. You Probably get, worse. <laughs> This reference makes sense. I mean, I know who Kim K is, but the but the further reference to that makes sense. What's the reference? The ugly crying part, or like what Kim K? What she 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 uh, she, she made it famous. Or? Oh yeah, it's like this famous yeah. face where you know. Of course. When <laughs> you pull it up. Wow. Yeah, it's like a bobblehead cry. What yeah. about what about being able to say yes? Because as, as much as you have to be able to say no, you have to know when to say yes. Or is it most things that come across your desk? Majority of the time, it's yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah um, and again, a, a lot of the stuff I wouldn't take on if I had a spouse, <laughs> because I wouldn't have to make as much money, you know, to fund my 
just my everyday life. And that's the, the honest truth. I feel like a lot of planners as, as when they're married, when they have kids, when they're, you know, way more established, they can be more choosy about what they take on. Was that a battle cry to the universe when I have a spouse? Uh, no, no. <laughs> no, no, because I choose at the moment not to be that way. Good. Um, yeah, I'm living my, my best single life at the moment. Yes, so yeah. <laughs> Um, so no. Say? Yes, girl. <laughs> yeah. Why? Same. You are? Oh yes, my gosh. Best single life. Probably should be. See, this is what I'm saying. And we're like twins. This is what I'm I saying. I know, I love it. You chose the best pair. Carry on. <laughs> Would you uh, even know? Allow me. Go ahead. Sorry. After you. What am I saying? What? I don't know. So uh, let's get into that, right? Yeah. So relationships. Oh Please. Yeah. So I, you tell me your experience because I feel like if I, I feel like it, it's almost impossible to carry on um, a relationship, let alone get into an engagement or a marriage mm -hmm. with this type of job. I agree, but I also, it, it depends on the person because they have to be able to understand your time management. Right. Because I could be gone for like a week. I could be gone for a month. Mm -hmm. I could be, you know, like I'd have to leave tomorrow morning sometimes. So you have to be okay with that. And like, I can't be on the phone all the time. And a lot of people are uncomfortable with that either. Like, hey, I'm not going to speak to you for like the next few days. Oh, exactly. Kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but do you feel like, are you more of like, do you like dating Indian guys? Or are you like more like anything? Like, you know, I've only dated one Indian guy in high school and then never again. Um, because a lot of Indian guys have thought that I'm not Indian enough for them. And I think, I feel that. yeah. <laughs> And I think they don't want to bring me home to their moms. <laughs> this is so good. You don't look Indian. You, wow, so you're not Indian enough. I know. Just as you thought you had your confidence and they just shoot you down. It's just like, like I said, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. But I think I'm just so used to it now that it doesn't really bother me. And I, I think also things are so different. We're in 2023. Exactly. Um, open with it. Yeah, so I'm like, well... If that's the case, then on, on to the next, but. So we're, I, I love that we're talking about relationships. One of my favorite topics, yeah. that and death. I don't know why those two. Right. Think about that. It's a great combo. <laughs> yeah, but all that to say, um, it's so, like whether we're in the in, in event space or not, I think relationships are extremely difficult. Uh, off, they're, they're nearly impossible, right. I feel. Yeah. To like make work. Everything in life is relationship building, right? This like, is true. Whether your clients or your friends or whoever it is, family, but you're choosing one person to be with for the rest of your life or forever along it is, you know what I mean? That's a lot of pressure. Totally. And especially <laughs> with like, it is a lot of pressure. <laughs> and you gotta deal with like egos and like, especially day in California, I couldn't imagine like just, I feel like, People are a lot more superficial when right. it comes to dating here. I so agree. It really it, yes. And I also think that it's it can be intimidating for men to be with strong women, you know? Yes. Especially because the lifestyle that we lead. Jeremy, my man in the control room, are you giggling at what we're saying or are you watching YouTube? No, that's great. What, what's great? relationship stuff. <laughs> all right, all right, good. I'm, I'm glad to, to know we're hitting a spot here. Absolutely, <laughs> carry on, please. Um, and then, you know, it, it's- So strong women. Strong women, and it takes a, a, a certain type of male to, you know, to 
understand the fact that you're going to be coming home at three in the morning sometimes. You know, you're not going to answer your phone all day if you're doing an event. Um, yeah. Yeah. They don't like that, you know. They, they don't do like not. that. I, I mean, majority of people that I know probably would not. Yeah, no, same. It's been, it's been a struggle dating. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, balance it out. Have a few, figure it out later. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I said have a few options and figure it out later. Figure it out later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Keep right. them lined up, huh? <laughs> oh, gosh. So does this mean we don't we don't date? Uh, so I actually, Curveball, just got out of a 12-year relationship. Yes. Oh. Yes. 12. Damn. I'm out. Like recently? Uh, yeah, well, last October. Yeah. How do you feel now? Um, <laughs> It was really hard because, you know, we were essentially together since 19. That's, we actually went to middle school together and high school, but we weren't together. We'll um, wait for the audience to do the math. Yeah. I was like, wait, how old, yeah, how old are you? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, I, I, I honestly think our lives are just taking two different ter- directions. You know, he, total opposite of me as well. We're both Virgos, but we're very opposite. Uh, you got uh, astrology in the Yes, I got astrology now. because wow. a lot of my Virgo friends are true Virgos, and I just, I'm like. What does that mean? My expo- Very OCD. <laughs> it has to are be in control. This? Somebody told me I move like a Virgo recently, so that OCD What's your sign? makes sense. I'm a Leo. Oh, <laughs> really? Me too. Wait, when, when's your guy's birthday? August 15th. <gasps> Indian Independence I'm August 25th. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Really? So I'm right after the Leo cutoff. Yeah, that's right. August 21st or something yeah. is the cutoff, right? When's yours? July 29th. Oh, my God. Oh, you're a July Leo. Yeah. <laughs> Does that, is, is there is there actually a difference between a July Leo and an August Leo? Honestly, from what I've been hearing, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Totally. Yes. I think so. Yeah. I think you're meant to be a Virgo with me. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> so Leo, Leo, Virgo. So you're with one one person for 12 years Correct. Recently. My only My only serious relationship in my life. For sure. It's a very long one. <laughs> yeah, a very long one. And we recently broke up. Um, not married? Or no. You were ma- no. I was not married, no. That had to have been a conversation or was like, look, we never talk about this? Well, no, it, it was to the point where I think that I wasn't I wasn't getting what I wanted out of the relationship because I, I think we were on two different paths. And I started to get so busy that I avoided how many issues we were actually having in what our did, relationship. What did he do? What was his job? Uh, he's an IT. He's a tech guy. So very opposite of me. <laughs> yeah. But hey, 12 years kept you, uh, kept you together. Kept us together. Yeah. That, that's a long time. And you said he didn't give you what you wanted. What did Sonia want? Well, I wanted to be engaged at a point. I wanted to have oh. a kid at 30. You know, oh. I wanted all these things, like normal things. Well, normal to who? To yeah, society. Hey, that's normal yeah. to you. Normal well, to me. Well, yeah. normal to you, I mean. Right. Yeah. 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 I Which mean, is great. And the thing is, I feel like I gave it enough time, you know, like a lot of time. Did he make it sound like you're the problem? No, no, I I really, and you know, and the (laughs) thing is, don't get me wrong. I was with someone that was very understanding with what I did. Never questioned me, like was very understanding of my hours, my life, my craziness. So wait, you have craziness? I have a lot of craziness. I, oh, did, to that later. I could. Yeah. I picked up on it. I was just. Oh, yeah. I mean, don't even get me started. I, I, <laughs> I, I, whole, I want to. That's a whole other. I want to. <laughs> that might take a few days. <laughs> a few days. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Oh, so. Uh, 
So you're crazy. I, I don't think I'm crazy. I Not necessarily crazy, but I have a crazy side. I think we that, all need a little bit of crazy in us. Yeah. And, and by the way, that makes you crazy. Yeah, that keeps okay? it fun, A crazy though. side is crazy. And hey, guilty, right? Yeah, I blame my clients. <laughs> Fine. Fine. Okay. But crazy is good. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's all, it's, 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 it's all uh, ingredients of who we are, right? We're crazy. We're absurd. We're right. weird. Yep. We're odd. We're, we're freaking awkward. I used to talk about that all the time. Like, because, you know, I used to be so self-conscious about how awkward I was and how, like, isolated and alone I always felt and just jumping around. And What age did you, or what, what was your point of life yeah. that you felt that way uh, 47 no I'm kidding I'm <laughs> I'm 48 now so that was the joke but no um you know early uh right middle school your most impressionable yeah. yes years yeah middle school and then even before that I was always the outcast I was always not fitting in and wondering why the hell not that was the most difficult thing it's <sighs> like what, what am I doing wrong? I'm like, I'm so different. It feels right. Like, so what? What? It's such a big deal that I did or said that I was just having fun. Yeah. Right? Yeah, because you don't even want to open your mouth during that age because once uh, you get made fun of once, it's like nothing is right after yeah. that, you know? Yeah, I had a stutter as a, as a young oh. child that I, yeah, thank you. I'm sorry. That's yeah, okay. No, kids are mean. That's why. Yeah, I, and it was uh, that I, I was then... You know, because I was so self-conscious of it, I, I didn't, you know, then then you don't talk and you, right. you try. It's just, it's a mess. Wow. But we all have it, right? We all have a form of something that doesn't go well. <laughs> yes. Like what? <laughs> um, I mean, I feel like that's such a broad question. No, no, no. But there was something specific. You were no, like. No, no, no. It you really like, wasn't. Oh, oh, I thought I saw something. <laughs> no, Okay, no. but you're crazy. <laughs> yeah, I can be a little crazy. You're crazy. crazy. But, but that's the fun, you know, because then I would be boring. Well, true, because right. now you are yourself. I, I'm more confident in myself. I didn't start feeling as confident in myself until I moved on my own at 28 and started living alone and was forced to be with myself all the time. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? Yeah. It, and it really was, I always tell people, if you get a chance, especially as a woman, before you get married to live on your own, do it. What? <laughs> especially if you're an Indian uh, woman. Yes. You have to do it at least once. A lot of us don't because we stay at home and we get comfortable and our family wants that totally you gotta do it for yourself because a lot because a lot of the times you're not allowed to leave the home oh, um wow. until, until you get married no yeah yeah, yeah. yes i left when i was 19 <laughs> and lived alone oh yeah yeah do you do you feel that that was a great oh you, like i needed to do that i could not imagine myself if i stayed probably the Calgary. best thing you ever did i le moved across the country too. Wow. what do you discover when you uh, what kinds of things did you discover when you lived alone um I went through a lot living alone, but I, it's just a lot, like the responsibility that you get, you need that to be able mm. to learn that responsibility and learn who you are and be with yourself without having all these outside opinions constantly in your head. Yes, totally agreed. And then you don't, you're almost forced to kind of make like, you know, at a point you're, my parents were like, okay, you're out of the house. Like you can afford to live on your own. You know, you can afford all these things. You can. Um, it, it basically forces you to love yourself, I feel. And then also I mm. think it's, it's, it's a really amazing thing to feel like whether I had a husband or a relationship or not, that I would be able to go into something and leave it the same way, like having my own stuff, you know, or having my own things and having just not space. just material wise, but just 
you know, your own business, like independent. And I feel like that's, it, it it's intimidating to some men, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we're going to leave it right there. That's, this is, this has been good. Any final thoughts? What do you make of all this? This has been amazing. <laughs> I'm so glad that you came. Here. I'm so glad to meet <laughs> you. Well. What a coincidence, right? Yeah, Sonia Merchant. Yes. Yeah, any final thoughts? Any final thoughts? Well, thank you for having me. And I think we learned more about each other than we even anticipated coming in here to do. Like, Well, I that feel- was my goal. Yeah, yeah. That was, that was the goal. So I'm glad that uh, we achieved something like that. Right. Yeah. Right. Not so surfaced. We really dug, you know. Dive into yeah. it. <laughs> Until next time. And there it is. That's the out, Jeremy. Wonderful. Oh, Love great. it. Oh, that was so fun, guys. Sonia, thank you, by the way, for going where we where we went. No, of course. Our-